Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here with our man, Dynamite David. Dynamite Picks. To get into week 12 of the college football season. Are you ready to get into week 12? Oh, I'm ready for it. A few good weeks. Uh, we've got the dynamite booming, and we're rolling, ready to roll into another week of winning picks. Yeah, you're hot right now, so we'll see if we can keep it up for this week. First, let's get into last week's headlines. Now this made headlines. All right, so uh, pretty much every game was canceled last week, at least any game with meaning. We're going to try to break down some of these uh games that turned into the big games of the week, but uh, they were all pretty much duds, too. It was sort of an uneventful college football week 11, but uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, Indiana continues their red-hot start, uh, destroying Michigan State uh, 24-0. Indiana continues to look good, uh, play Ohio State this week. Uh, feelings on that? Uh, think they have a chance? Uh, I think they've got a shot. Um, Michigan State was a really bad team here. I don't don't really think you can take too much away from Indiana in this game. I mean, Penix, while he did throw for 320 yards, he had two interceptions. Um, They did hold Mississippi State to virtually no offense and four turnovers, Uh, but their their offense was inconsistent at best. And um, But I think Ohio State's defense is vulnerable, so it could be an interesting game. Yeah, I think that's where I'm most curious. If this Ohio State defense is weak enough, I think um, Indiana might be able to get enough points on them where this is a uh, semi-close game. I I think they're fired up for it. So maybe energy can take them through at least a half, uh, you know, and then uh, sort of let the cards sort of see where they fall. Um, I don't know what really to take from this game or Indiana all season long. I mean, you look at their schedule and – you know, it has big names on it in the Penn States and the Michigan, but those teams have been so bad that uh, I don't really know how good or bad this team really is. All right. Uh, moving on to our next Big Ten, and speaking of how bad Penn State is, they <laughs> lost to Nebraska. So uh, I think that pretty much sums up their season. Now, they did finally pull that quarterback and uh, put in their young guy, uh, you know, so he looked a little bit better. They were able to get the offense going. Um, so maybe the future is a little brighter now that they uh, have a little bit, maybe some downfield threat because uh, he at least was capable of getting the ball downfield where the other guy, I'm not sure, was capable of throwing a swing pass. Yeah, uh, he was able to move the ball some. You know, there's a lot of interesting things to take away from this game. I actually didn't watch this one live, and – uh I actually uh, was looking over the stats. Much. Well, I had to go back and uh, and and pull up some video just because looking at the stats, the score didn't make sense to me because Penn State actually outgained Nebraska by 200 yards in this game, um, and Nebraska somehow got to a 27 to six lead. So <laughs> I was a little confused, but I, I looked it up and you know just uh, it was a field position ball game, and you know Nebraska taking advantage of situations and, and Penn State not. 
Um, be interesting to see if Franklin can rally this team and, and manage to get a win somewhere in this season. Yeah, uh, foreshadowing, uh, the Penn State might be in my uh, picks later on today. So um, we'll see if uh, this new quarterback brings life to them because that one could look bad if they continue to suck for the rest of the year. But uh, Nebraska um, at least is on the board with a win, but uh, still not seeing a ton of progress. I think the offense is still a bit choppy. Uh, They went with their, uh, you know, young whippersnapper of a quarterback who's now going to be the savior. He looked a little better than Martinez, but um, I'm still not 100% sold. This team is functioning as much as uh, you'd think a Scott Frost-type offense is functioning. It looks nothing like the uh, Central Florida or Oklahoma offenses that he's coached uh, beforehand. Well, they they scored 30 points in that game, but they only gained 300 yards of offense. So uh, really not a a reliable offensive game yet. No. All right. uh, We'll move to... The boys at USC, uh, they're 2-0. and uh, I don't quite know how. Their percentage chance of winning games, uh, they really tow that line. But uh, another nice little comeback in the closing minutes and uh, got another win. Uh, what did you make of this game? Did you see any of it? Uh, Arizona, actually, I thought played pretty well, uh, which I was not expecting much. But uh, USC finds a way to win another game. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if uh, USC keeps up this trend of uh, playing down to their opponents. Uh, Arizona really, really played well. But, I, you know, USC, I think they're doing what they want to do offensively. They've got a really good balanced attack. Um, they're they're kind of running this weird, you know, they, they throw the ball 50 times, but yet they still manage to get 150 rushing yards. Uh, so it looks like they need to fix uh, some problems defensively and, and take care, better care of the ball. But... Uh, managed to pull out another close one, and, and that's what the good teams do. So Yeah, uh, uh, very yeah. curious how the uh, game with Utah goes. They tend to struggle going into Utah. Uh, I don't. We don't have any gauge on Utah because their games have been essentially canceled all year long, but uh, it's sort of been a tough place for USC to go, so I'm really curious how uh, that game plays out because if they win this one, then um, they're probably good to go to run that slate. Yeah, but they, they, you know, Arizona's probably one of the worst teams in the Pac-12, and they played well. I mean, I thought they were. Uh, yes, <laughs> we'll I thought but, they uh, were too, but they seem to look um, good this week. So, but if if USC keeps playing down to their opponents, they're going to trip up. Uh, but you know, maybe they can get things polished. Like I said, their offense seems to be doing pretty well, uh, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Utah could be a good one. Yeah, uh, we'll move on to the other one. Oregon in the uh, Pac-12 uh, beat up on Washington State. Continue Whoa to look now. good. But um, the the thing I think that the biggest deal with the Pac-12 is they said they could play an extra non-conference game. And uh, there have been sort of rumors floating about that uh, a BYU or a Cincinnati might get scheduled for an Oregon. And uh, that could sort of be the win they need if they can run this slate. And it could be the win that uh, a BYU or Cincinnati need too to, you know, put themselves in this uh, playoff picture. So uh, I thought that was a big ruling. But uh, what do you make of the Oregon game at all? Well, first off, I think you're you're talking, you know, obviously Oregon won the game. You're talking a lot about them. But I was actually really impressed with Washington State in this game. Yeah, uh, I've been uh, impressed with them both weeks in a row. They've sort of 
been able to maintain. I thought that offense would drop off a cliff once Leach left, but they seem to have some uh, at least still uh, muscle memory in their brains to be able to, you know, put on points. Uh, how long that will last, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I've been impressed with Washington State. Well, they, they, you know, they won the turnover battle in this game, three, three zip, and uh, if it weren't for an Oregon late touchdown in the first half, uh, they would have had a, a pretty large lead going to halftime and, and may have been a different outcome in this game. Um, Washington State led the time of possession in this game. But I will say what impressed me was Oregon's strong running game. And uh, this offense is very different from what I'm used to seeing from Oregon with Joe Moorhead uh, running this offense. It, it doesn't seem like Oregon duck football, but uh, it's, it's still winning football. And uh, we'll see how they keep rolling through this conference. Yeah, uh, the rumors of Mario Cristobal in Michigan have been uh, circling this week, so uh, we'll see if that's a fit, but uh, I'm not quite sure I'd be joyous if I'd leave Oregon to go to Michigan. I think you're probably in a better spot at Oregon, uh, but uh, one has a bigger name, I suppose, but uh, the better football the, the better football team the last 30 years has been Oregon, so um, <laughs> I think yeah, I'd... But if you can- if he can get $2 million more a year at Michigan. Yeah, I know. But uh, also Oregon could pay that too if they wanted to. But um, all right, we'll move on to the SEC. I don't know if it was a meaningful game, but uh, impressive for Florida nonetheless. Uh, 63 to 35. The offense still continues to look good. Defense a little shaky, but um, I'm growing more and more curious if about this Alabama-Florida game. I... I think it could be one hell of a game. I think these both these teams are just uh, really special offensively, and uh, it'd probably come down to who can get a couple stops. But uh, what'd you make of Florida this week? Yeah, I continue to be, to be impressed by Kyle Trask. Uh, only six incomplete passes in this game. And what, what his strongest thing that still impresses me that he did continued from last week was he still completed 356 yards to 10 different wide receivers. Uh, he spreads the ball around very well. He's my favorite for the Heisman race now, especially looking at the remaining schedule. Uh, I think they've got Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and Kentucky left. So um, he he could continue to pad those stats and easily uh, scoop the Heisman and, and get ready for that matchup against Alabama. Yeah, I um, thought this was really impressive without uh, Kyle Pitts in there. Uh, really, uh Really just awesome that they were able to sort of still put on points uh, against an Arkansas defense who's been – Pretty solid, I'd say, for most of the year. I, I, I think it'd be fun to watch. See, if, if this Florida defense still gets gashed pretty bad. Um, they had they outscored Arkansas by twenty one in the second quarter. Aside from that, it was you know touchdowns were matched the rest of the game. Um, and I think it would be really fun to watch this Florida defense and and Florida's offense go against Alabama's defense and offense. It could be similar to that old Miss game with Alabama earlier in the year. And uh, whoever has the ball last wins the game. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on from that one and go back to the Big Ten. A big and name matchup. I don't know if it's a big matchup anymore, but Wisconsin went into Michigan, thoroughly dominated. Um, I don't know what to make of Wisconsin. This is their second game. They've looked good in both of the two they've played, but uh, the opponent right now is sort of a joke in Michigan. No offense. The defense is poor. Um, I The clock is ticking now on Harbaugh. My guess is it goes away at the end of the season, and I 
guessing that Bears job opens up. So it could be a curious little shift to uh, another former team of Jim. But uh, what would you make of this game? Uh, yeah, this game was pretty much over from the get-go. Wisconsin up 28 to nothing at halftime. Wisconsin had four players with 50-plus yards rushing and five rushing touchdowns. Um, and Michigan only gained 219 yards of offense. I just, you know, for the last few weeks, I've been watching Michigan State get beat up. And I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, how did this terrible Michigan State team beat Michigan? Now I know why. Michigan is also a very terrible football team. And Harbaugh will ride off into the sunset very quietly, I believe, at the end of the season. And uh, we'll we'll see where he ends up, and we'll see who Michigan gets. But I think his time is done. Yeah. All right. Um, that was our headlines for the week. Uh, hopefully a better slate of games this week. We've had some cancellations, but uh, none of the big, big games have been canceled yet. So uh, we'll hope uh, this weekend plays out a little better this week. But before we get in there, let's recap our picks from last week. And uh, you're going to have a lot of winner drops this week. Uh you went seven and one. You had a winner in Miami, plus two and a half. Boom goes the dynamite. A winner in Indiana, minus seven and a half. Boom goes the dynamite. Your lone loser, the Army. Uh, a bad little uh, last two minutes there. Uh, trust me, because I had the under over in that one. <laughs> uh, the Oregon Ducks, minus seven and a half. Boom goes the dynamite. West Virginia minus three. You're now loving the West Virginia noon home game. Boom goes the dynamite. Louisville, Virginia under 66 and a half. Boom goes the dynamite. Wisconsin minus four and a half. Boom goes the dynamite. And Florida minus 17. Boom goes the dynamite. Okay, a lot of drops and wins this week. That brings your yeah. overall record to 29 and 21. Big hot week. Plus, you had a little Maction action during the week as well. Yeah, uh, last week uh, I went 2 and 0 in the Maction. This week I was tweeting out the picks again on GLN Dynamite underscore D. Um, 3 and 0 this week. I can't miss on the Maction. I'm, I'm so far. Uh, six and zero on the year in the action in the middle of the week. Follow that Twitter to get the winners, and um, so and that that's not even in my winning record. So I, I think I've got more wins than you now if you count my action wins. So and also uh, some of those later picks that we didn't have on the show last week. If you watch my Twitter, I'll put those out Saturday morning prior to kickoffs. Yeah. All right. Uh, I had a mediocre week. Went two and three. Old Miss, South Carolina over, 70 and a half. That thing was pretty much over by the first quarter as they just traded touchdowns the whole game. Uh, and it got Will Muschamp fired. So <laughs> Louisville, Virginia under, 66 and a half. That was a win. We talked about it, Army and Tulane under 47 and a half, which is a perfectly great bet until Army decided to fumble the ball two possessions in a row for scooping scores, which uh, hurt a little bit. Uh, Stanford minus the seven continues to be terrible. And Minnesota on Friday plus the three and a half, which was just a disgraceful bet because Minnesota truly does suck. And uh, maybe finally PJ Fleck and his annoyance is out of there. So uh, 
That put me at two and three on the week, 32, 21, and one overall. Still decent record, but uh, two bad weeks in a row, though I was hot in the NFL. So uh, one roller coaster train goes up, the other goes down. And uh, we'll see if we can have a better week this week. How many picks you got this week for us, David? I got eight picks and an upset special for the end. I think I have 12 picks, but I think it's down to 11 due to a cancellation. And uh, <laughs> it might be down to about five by Saturday. Uh, I was I couldn't cross a lot of games out, but uh, I didn't. I don't think I have one where I'd highlight and be like, yeah, I love that line. So um, what do you got first up? Well, two two of the ones I like the most have already been canceled, so I was a little bummed out about that. Uh, but first up, I've got Cincinnati versus Central Florida. I like Cincinnati here minus the five and a half. I think defensively Cincinnati is one of the best teams in the country, and, um, and I think they're good enough offensively to get the W here. All right, so we're going head-to-head because I like Central Florida this week. Uh, I'm curious how Cincinnati's going to come out. Now, uh, Central Florida is not quite as good as they have been in the past. Offensively, they've been fine. Uh, Defensively, they've been more of a train wreck than they have been in the past. But uh, I'm just curious if Cincinnati can hold this defensive line versus Central Florida, knowing that uh, essentially if they win this one, they will probably go undefeated. Unless, of course, they play, you know, a Oregon or a USC in one of those add-on, uh, like, Pac-12 games that they've allowed now. But, uh, so, uh, head-to-head should be fun. The text will be flying. And uh, we'll be tuning in for a Cincinnati-Central Florida game. Who would have thought it at this start of this year? All right, what do you got up next? Up next, go to the Big Ten, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride Wisconsin again this week. I I I think they proved that they, uh, despite missing a couple weeks of football, they're they're right back in there as uh, one of the Big Ten favorites, other than Ohio State. Uh, they're giving up six and a half points versus Northwestern, who's undefeated. But um, aside from a, uh, I mean, they beat I Purdue. Maryland and- has become their biggest win, and. I don't have a feel on Maryland either. So uh, I still don't know what happened that first week of the year, uh, but I think Wisconsin uh, running game and, and defense is going to win this and, and should cover the six and a half, no problem. Yeah, I, I was a stay away on this just because I think I just need more sample size on Wisconsin. I don't know what to make of them. Uh, the quarterbacks played well. The running game has played well, but it always plays well. I don't really have a feel for their defense, I think is the main thing. They played too crappy offensive teams, Illinois and Michigan. So uh, I really don't know where their defense stands. And uh, I just, I'm scared to really take either side of this game in Northwestern because uh, I don't know what to make of them. The Maryland win looks really good. And the other wins they have are, you know, sort of garbage wins versus crappy teams. So um, I just was like, eh, probably stay away. But uh, my next pick, Indiana. Uh, I didn't get, Get the 21 and a half, but uh, I got the 21. And uh, I think they're going to at least stay in this game. I don't know if they can win it, but I think emotion will carry them through. And I think they're probably the second best team in the Big Ten this year. So uh, at least uh, I think they'll be able to score some points uh, offensively on this, uh, which has been porous Ohio State defense. And I think their defense will play with enough energy that it can control Ohio State's offense for long enough to cover this spread. 
Yeah, I'll go ahead and jump right into one of my other picks. Uh, I also have Indiana here. I got them at 20 and a half. Uh, I, you know, I think, I think just the, the hype that's going to be going for this game and Ohio state's weaknesses in defense allow Indiana to stay within the 20 points. Uh, not really sure I'd pick them to win this game, but 20 points is a lot for a number nine going to visit a number three team. Yeah. All right. Uh, my other pick, Maryland, no longer uh, works out for me. Next on my list, uh, we're going double option under. Now we're starting to get to the uh, point where uh, the under is getting a little nervous, but uh, 41 and a half, Georgia Southern Army. Let's uh, try to keep from turning the ball over in the closing minutes of the game for scoop and scores. But uh, two option teams, clock will be moving. Uh, it's... Much lower than I usually like. I usually like it at least around 44, but 41 and a half. I think this, the way Army struggles to score and the way Georgia Southern has struggled to score this year, I think it stays under. And we have sort of a boring uh, bloodbath of a game that's played in the low teens. Yeah, I looked at this one. I think if the spread, if the over-under had been 45 or 46, I may have jumped on it, but 41 is awfully yeah, I low. I, I had to, I wrote it down and then I was like, <laughs> do you not remember one fumble, one kick return, any stupid defensive score and you sort of get off, uh, off your rhythm on the uh, over under 41 and a half. But uh, I'm going to ride the theory that uh, always take unders in option teams. But uh, it's starting to hit the uh, point where I, I become a little nervous. Uh, I think if it went to 40, I would be a no-go. Well, I think the Army game has missed the under the last two. So statistically for Army, they're due to hit an under. So that's probably a good choice taking it. I'm counting last week as hitting the under. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Up next, I've actually got a matchup tomorrow night. I've got uh, Purdue minus the two and a half at Minnesota. Uh, I, I really don't think this Minnesota team is as good as I thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. Um, and Purdue, they lost a close one to an undefeated Northwestern. And Minnesota lost to Iowa last week, 35-7, to who Purdue beat a few weeks ago. So I think uh, Purdue wins by more than a two-and-a-half here and uh, gets another W for the Dynamite. Yeah, uh, I've banished myself from all Minnesota games for the rest of the year, whether taking for or taking against. There will be no Minnesota until the return of football in 2021. So uh, Minnesota, has been, Minnesota has been banished. And even if they come up in my picks, we are still banishing them. All right. Next up for me, Florida Vanderbilt over 68 and a half. Uh, if Florida could put 63 on Arkansas, I think they could probably put around 60 on Vandy. And uh, they seem to want to run up scores, so I like that. And then their defense is porous. Vandy's offense actually sort of came to play last week, scoring uh, 30 points. So um, just seems like if they can get to 20, Florida can get to 50, you got your over uh, there. So uh, that was sort of my uh, thinking behind that one. Yeah, looking at Florida's defense, I think Vanderbilt could run the ball every play of the game and still manage to get 14 to 21 points, and and Florida should get the rest of those for you. So, good pick. Yeah, that's sort of where I was hitting. If they can manufacture it 14 to 20, I think I'd be good because I see no way where Florida doesn't score at least 50 there. All right, what do you got up next? 
Uh, up next, I've got one that I think you have as well, uh, Arkansas plus the three versus LSU. Um, I haven't seen anything this year from LSU to, to make me think they're capable of beating anybody decent, really. Uh, um, and Arkansas has proven to be better than I thought they were, and I think they've come off some uh, a tough loss against Florida, but they moved the ball well, and I think LSU's defense is about just as bad as Florida's but their offense isn't nearly as good, so I think Arkansas gets the W here. Yeah, uh, we both have this one. I'm on Arkansas as well at the plus the three. I'm a little nervous for a setback game, but uh, I've watched LSU play all year, and uh, until they prove worthy of being favorites, um, I'm riding with a team who's giving points. So uh, Arkansas all the way here. Uh, What do you got up next? Up next, I've got a Big Ten matchup, Illinois at Nebraska. They're getting 14 and a half here. Uh, While I think Nebraska will win the game, I think uh, this will be a very ugly game, and it will be slow, beat-em-up football. Illinois stays within the two scores for um, the win for me. All right. Uh, What do you got? I'm sorry. I also have the under in that game, uh, under 59 and a half. Like I said, it's going to be an ugly scoring game. I don't see both of these teams scoring 30, uh, so I think that's a sure W as well. All right. Well, since you are taking both spread and under, I'm forcing you to watch that game from start to finish. That doesn't sound great at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Next up for me, I'm moving to the Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, They might end up on my banishment list after this week. We could make our way through the whole Big Ten on the banishment list uh, before the season's (laughs) done, but uh, the quarterback looked a little bit saucier, like he could score some points. I still don't know how good Iowa is. Penn State at home, getting two and a half points, uh, riding with the Nittany Lions and uh, closing my eyes. I I looked at this game really hard, really wanted to pick Penn State, and then I remembered last week I looked at the Penn State Nebraska game really wanted to take Penn State and I talked myself out of it and that proved to be the good choice I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to ride that feeling and and not put any money on Penn State this week either (laughs) that's probably a safe uh, way to go about things all right what do you have up next uh okay I've got my last pick before my upset special I've got Washington State plus two at Stanford um like I said I I was actually really impressed with Washington State and their loss to Oregon and I haven't been impressed with Stanford at all. Uh, they got absolutely rocked by Colorado at home. So I don't think this game being at Stanford plays any factor. And I think Washington State's won to uh, bounce back after a close game against one of the best teams in their conference, uh, the best team in their conference. And I think uh, them getting two points is a gift, and everyone should take this W. Yeah. All right. I, I like that pick a little bit there. Uh, but I've now banished myself from taking Stanford. So uh, we're we're moving through the uh, college football teams like crazy in the last couple of weeks. So, um, all right, I have three more picks for you. Tennessee-Auburn, under 50 and a half. Uh, I have eyes and have watched both these teams play offense. Neither of them could score points, and I don't look for that trend to continue this week. So uh, 50 and a half under Tennessee-Auburn. Maybe that's one of those situations where uh, 
uh, they cancel each other out or, or is was it two negatives make a positive or something like that? Yeah, well, the only thing that does make me a little nervous is we get a Bo Nix and whatever person decides to line up behind center for the Tennessee Vols at quarterback throws a bunch of turnovers and I get random points scored by defenses. But uh, I don't see foresee a lot of offense coming from either of these teams. Uh, my next one is Washington minus 11 and a half. Uh, this is mostly just a hedge that Arizona might be terrible. And uh, also there's a long history of those Southern teams, Arizona State, Arizona. When they travel up to Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, they struggle and vice versa. When those Northern teams travel down to Arizona, they struggle. Uh, a lot of it's weather-based, a lot of it's a much further trip than people realize going from the bottom of America to the top of America. But uh, we'll see if Washington uh, can uh, cover that spread. I don't love it, but uh, more a hedge for uh, Arizona might be terrible. And then uh, I have Utah plus three. This is more just writing a trend of Utah being good at home, especially versus USC. But uh, I have no real basis for it because I haven't watched Utah play football all year. So they could come out and be awful. And uh, I have no idea, but uh, I haven't been great in the Pac-12. I've sort of read every team wrong so far this year, but uh, we'll see if Utah, who's been a trusty friend for a long time, uh, gives me some life here. All right. Where are you going with your upset special this week? Well, I already talked to you about this some this morning, and I really struggled to find a good value upset pick this week, and and even the one I ended up settling with isn't that great of value, but I I like Oklahoma State plus 200 uh, at Oklahoma. Um, I think Oklahoma is very prone to mistakes, and this is a very uh, chippy, aggressive Oklahoma State defense. And while I think Oklahoma has a better offense, I think that that defense could force – Oklahoma into some bad situations and, and may pull out the win there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to piggyback on you because I couldn't really find anything. This was the only one that stood out. Uh, it probably says a lot that I was unwilling to take the Oklahoma State team on the spread. <laughs> so I foresee that they could quite easily be blown out in this game. But uh, the two to one, I think Oklahoma State's the better team. But uh, I don't know if they have some weird thing with Oklahoma where they seem to play them bad. But uh, I think defensively they're the better team. And if they can work their way into offense, I think they can rattle Rattler. Uh, that's a fun tongue twister. And uh, pull this game off. So uh, that's our show. I don't show. think that's the first time you've used that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's our show for this week. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. We will update our picks as they sort of come in and lines move and uh, things happen and we're out.